First Kings chapter 3, verse 3. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David, his father. Only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. He worshipped God, but he also worshipped other gods. This is going to be a problem. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness, that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go in or come out. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Verse 9. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people? So when God says, what can I do for thee? What will I give you? He says, give me an understanding heart that I can know good from bad. Verse 10, and the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said to him, because thou hast asked this thing and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast thou asked riches for thyself, nor hast thou asked the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall be none among the kings like unto thee in all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways, to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did walk, then I will lengthen thy days.
Though in the early chapters of 1 Kings, if you read chapter 3 through about chapter 9 or 10, you read of all of the great riches of Solomon that God gave to him. You read of the great wisdom of Solomon. People came from all over the world, the existing world at that time, to hear the miracle of the wisdom of Solomon. There had been nobody like this before and would be nobody like it after. But there was a downfall that would come to Solomon in his last days. 1 Kings 11 But King Solomon loved many strange women to gather with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidianites, and Hittites. Of the nations concerning which the Lord had said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go in to them, neither shall they come in unto you. For surely they will turn away your heart after their God. Solomon clave unto these women in love. And he had seven hundred wives, princesses, and three hundred concubines. And his wives turned away his heart just like God said they would. For it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonites, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Amorites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. Then Solomon did build a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. And the Lord was angry with Solomon, because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods. But he kept not that which the Lord commanded. And we read that and think, oh, we'd never do that. How could Solomon ever have done this? We wouldn't do that. Do you eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Day for luck? That's one of the gods set up by the world. Do you click your drink glasses together for luck or blessing supposedly other worldly people? Do you go out on Memorial Day and decorate graves at the cemeteries like the pagans do? Why are you doing these things? Because the world does them. If you're a young person and you go to college and you go to your football game and they do their little hand signals to sort of jinx the other team, do you participate? And you say you would never do the things that Solomon did? 
You see, our flesh is really weak. We as Christians have to think of what we're doing. We can't just go out and do these pagan things. Even Christmas itself is a pagan act, not prescribed in the Bible to do this, but it's made up, it's like Christ Mass, made up by the Catholic Church in previous centuries. Seemed like a good thing. But anything that is added to the church is evil. I enjoy seeing Christmas lights. I enjoy going to football games. But I keep a control. I know there's a great deal of evil in the pride of man and in being a fan and in the competition. And you have to realize this thing is a giant god. It's like it means something, but it really doesn't mean anything. But it is a kind of a vapor of a god that becomes real but isn't real. We've got a bunch of these things in the world today. We learn by these Old Testament scriptures, or we should learn by them. They are given for us as examples in the New Testament church, says Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. All things that happened to them happened so that we would be warned. We who live in the end times would be warned. You can read 1 Corinthians 10 on that. God places a penalty upon Solomon. God says to Solomon, For as much as you did this, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee and will give it to thy servant. So he is going to take the kingdom away from Solomon and make a divided kingdom. And another thing God did as a penalty, he stirred up an adversary unto Solomon because of these things. Verse 14. Yes, if you want to participate in pagan acts of today, there may come a time that you just push God too far and he can take away the kingdom from you and stir up an adversary to you as he did with Solomon. These are warnings for us. All of the things written in the Old Testament happened as warnings for us so that we would not do as they do. So be warned. I know it warns me. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.